no more room in hell. The dead will ask. What are we even doing? That's oh, right. Okay, I like it. Dawn of the Dead callback there. I am your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, alongside the other host with the most. I have the most? Great. I love it. Uh, Braden, <laughs> otherwise known as Damien Deschain. Phenomenal. I would have uh, assumed that you had the most. No, not today. <laughs> but uh, I do now know... <laughs> Another intro that I can use uh, later on as my theme of movie taglines will continue. Uh, Today, guys... Tom, why do you hate me? I want to make something very clear at the start of this episode. Okay. We've recently discussed on air the idea of taking requests and a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, uh, Matt Kenway is a fine professional wrestler in his own right who has recently bowed out of this just horrific industry that we find ourselves in. <laughs> Regardless, good dude. I wish you nothing but the best, Matt. Love you to death. Message me directly with a request for today's episode. And me being the fool, the foolish, foolhardy fool that I am, Decided to oblige him. Mm, why? So today, guys, in case you're wondering, we're covering Fall Brawl 1995 from World Championship Wrestling. And we will get there in due time. And in due process. Oh, okay. Due process. That's right. Because this event must be held accountable in a court of law. Brayden, how are you today? I'm doing quite well. Um, so I do have a bit of an update for Menards as, yeah. as in, uh, uh, so the part-timer that we just got had left, right. I gave you that update. Right. Yeah. You're, you're about to work 90 hour weeks. <laughs> so, um, uh, manager, general manager comes up to my manager on Sunday mm-hmm. and goes, uh, we were like, Hey, so is there any news on if we're going to get anyone else back here mm-hmm. so that we can like right have coverage <laughs> sure and he's like no we've had a couple people apply but they haven't gotten back to us blah 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 and then he says what's the deal with Braden why can't he why is he not working weekends and my manager's like well he has wrestling on weekends and he works the weekends he can but mm-hmm. oftentimes he's doing that on the weekends and the general manager says well, maybe we should move him to hardware so that he can get all the weekends he wants. And my no. manager knows that me being sent to another department is as good as me putting in my two weeks. So right. she was like, no, that's okay. Good. We we realize you're in desperate need of people. So why don't we take this person and move unavailable. them away? Right. So you need even more people. Why? I don't understand. This is what we get for working in corporate America. Uh, you know what? I feel like we got a lot of bitching to do on this one. There's a lot of bitching. And, uh, as such, shall we, uh, get on with the program? We shall get on with the program. Oh, oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. So how about we ring the opening bell? 
I'm so glad that we didn't mistime that because man, I am. I'm like looking at you, giving you the visual. Like, pick up that can, motherfucker. Well, you can easily just say, "All right, it's time to ring the opening." I want to keep some of the magic alive, uh, just because we did it improvisationally it on the just, first episode. You're watching the Walt Disney like the opening thing, and the firework that goes over the castle just crashes into a window. Come on, man. Uh, It'd be funny. So, for today's undercard, I have one thing that I actually made a note of. I watched a random episode of SmackDown from 2009, or at least part of it. Guys, I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. Uh, Past (laughs) that, we just watched, uh, individually, the Royalist Rumblist. Yes. From 2021. Shall we discuss? We shall. Let's discuss. We, sh- we can go through this in minute detail. First of all, we opened with Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre because obviously Goldberg has to go on first because he was already past his bedtime. Oh, that so too. He, he, had to, he needed to get to Country Time Buffet. Exactly. <laughs> um, short but cool, and Drew won. I had which... like two notes on this, and it was just one of them I felt was somewhat more important than the other one. One... Bill, these fight shorts. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Just, what are you doing? He's losing. Now's not the time to try something new. You're You're past that. No, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm I'm dead serious. Like, your entire career in existence at this point is based on shit from 20 plus years ago. (laughs) Don't fuck it up. (laughs) Uh, My only other issue with this match was they did this... um, this is one of those things where, for me, it's just about, like, the minute details. They did what I'm going to call a hot start, which I said, why do the hot start? And one of my friends was like, that was hot. <laughs> Headbutt, they brawl to the outside, Drew goes through the barricade, which means nothing, by the way, anymore. I remember the first time that happened, I lost my fucking mind. Now it happens every four days. Yeah. Anyway, Every Goldberg match, it seems. Of course. Why? What else are you going to do, right? Wrestle? <laughs> he he can he can spear, and well, I I was gonna say jackhammer, but as he proved in this match, he cannot do that anymore. He can jack. He cannot hammer. <laughs> exactly. Me off. Uh, <laughs> he can spear. Okay. Right. He can run hard into dudes. That is. So yeah. in order to get a match that's more than a minute out of him, he can wear his fucking pajamas. You, ha- you have to have him do the. The running hard into people in multiple locations. And like, okay, but here's my issue. They did all of that, and then the match started. Why? I don't know. Start the match. Like, it, I, it would not bother me at all, even though you would have to make a small adjustment, or else Bill would have looked legally handicapped. But start the match, ring the bell, do all of that stuff. Drew goes through the barricade. He gets thrown in rather than Goldberg just standing there waiting on him. <laughs> Two count, whatever. Doing it before the bell and Bill standing there waiting on him to get up. I'm like, why? Why are you waiting on him? You cannot possibly win the goddamn belt if the match is not started <laughs> and he's rendered incapacitated. You fucking dunce like that's what i really want i want to see goldberg trying to spear someone wearing the old-fashioned dunce cap that's like the the uh... he just stabs right through him <laughs> yes this giant cone 
They were cones. Uh, what else was on that show? I have no notes on this. I'm trying to. Go I off have memory. all my notes here. Great. Bring, then there bring was it. Sasha versus Carmella. My only note is eh. That is it. I then <laughs> that's I all concur, I have. I concur, but I'll add the caveat. I think Carmella's gotten way better. Yes, that is true. Um, then we had the women's rumble match. The first ten, fifteen, ten, uh, ten minutes yeah. of this match, it seemed like no one has been trained by a professional wrestler. <laughs> I swear to God, this the it was, they were fucking up, and the footwork was, they were tripping over their own shoelaces, and then it got really good. It it did, yeah. But I, I, that, yeah. At first, like Jesus Christ, Dana Brooke did his, did her uh, handspring back elbow to no one, and then had to correct. And then did it to someone. Oh, I don't even remember that. Oh my god! Someone was in the corner, and they just kind of like they were, they were just they were like, in the corner, and focused on someone else. And they were like, okay, I gotta do something. So then they went over to like do the the glom, and Dana Brooke had them set up for the well, found herself in in a, in a right. It's like oh hey I can do this move that I can do here perfect. And they didn't the other person taking it did not know. The, the biggest thing that I remember noticing was there was a point where, and I think it was to set up for what actually was a good spot or sequence with um, Naomi and Bianca, which I'm big fans of both. But there was the setup was like one of them goes over to the apron, the other one kicks the leg out, and then something happens. Well, the problem was they did it the first time, and the something didn't happen, and they went back to it and did the exact same spot again. Oh, I didn't even notice. Somehow, this stuck in my craw. Um, <laughs> Berna, I'm, I'm big on Bianca, though. Yeah. Like, she's great. I'm I'm big on Naomi, for that matter. Like, both of them. I'm a little salty. I just wanted Rhea Ripley. Just for yeah, my, oh, yeah, just, yeah. We, we we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I just... I, I love Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry. I do, too. Like, um, like Rhea's very good. Berna has a quote from this match. We watched it together, and he mm-hmm. said, Tamina came out, and there was a close-up of her Oof. face... And Berna just goes, she's so old. <laughs> Man, you know what? She's been there for fucking ever. Ever. Forever. And is still looking for that good match. Yep. Keep chasing, keep chasing that rainbow, Mina. First name, Ta. <laughs> wow. What okay. Was after that? Um, Pete Rosenberg is a 24-7 champ. and then Is he still? I don't know. I don't. I, I have no know. notes after that 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 he's not. If that's how they retire the belt, I'm fine with it. Although I, I really yeah. think they're trying to get truth to 100 championship reigns with it. I'd be well up for that. Same. And I then, love it. And then they retire it, but then you make truth yelling about how he's ten times better than Ric Flair, even though the math doesn't add up, but it makes sense for that character. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Oh, um, man. Then they had Roman versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Loved it. Generally don't care for last man standing matches, but this one I was highly up for. That golf cart. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. Like, he was driving 100 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns, as of late, is next level. Yeah. Just, Just on top. Uh, the um, only thing I want right now from him is I, I want more goons. Hmm, okay. They did a segment recently with uh, Apollo Crews in a backstage area talking to with him. I was like, yes, give me that. Give okay. me... I'm assuming that the other Uso is going to come back at some point, unless he's just a goddamn amputee at this point. <laughs> Whatever. Ooze. 
<laughs> Us, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. You. There you go. But give me Roman Usos, Apollo Crews, and Paul Heyman as this conglomerate. And I'm... I'm my hog is up, you know. Bring Jesus it to me, man. Christ. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Then what? Men's Royal Rumble. Just kind of eh on that one, man. It was okay. There's yeah. a weird shouting match between Orton and Sami Zayn at one point where they're just face to face and yelling at each other, and Orton had his wide eyes on. So I, I was like, "What is going that, on?" Not really, yeah. But I was all for it. Um. Hurricane was in there for a second. Christian returned. Huge, That's huge reaction. Probably my biggest reaction to the entire show. Actually, not probably. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Edge wins. Dope. Love it. Come back. What do you think of another guy going one to finish? I didn't even... I don't know yet. How did I... I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Really? Um, I mean, yeah. One of my favorite I'm, things I'm about the it. Rumble is the stat videos that they put out every year. I, I'm a huge nerd for that shit. I yeah. love it. And now I kind of want to like... One of the things that I hate that they did get rid of was the curse of number 30. Because for years and years, number 30 never won despite being the odds on favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only two people to ever win from number 30 are Taker and John Cena. When did Taker win it? 2007. Okay. The year before... John Cena came back like a million oh, days yeah. early yeah. at number 30 I remember and he that. won it. Yeah. So it's, I, I kind of, I have this like love-hate relationship with it where it's like, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense and also you have that whole like, it's random thing that you can do with the Rumble. Yeah. But I love curses and I love like established shit in pro wrestling and I just kind of wish that like they had like kind of kept that going somehow. I liked when they, because they don't do that any, this anymore, where like they used to uh, like show people drawing their numbers for it. Love that. I love that. I and mean, can you imagine like a story throughout the day of like someone who like, um, they have their number and they're trying to like pawn it off on someone. Right. Yeah. Um, you have that story going, they finally find someone to switch, they show, and they're like, okay, sure, yeah, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. That person, they gave away number 30 because mm-hmm. they just didn't want the curse of 30 or whatever. Right, right. I think that would have been like a cool, like, bit right. of a deal. No, I, I agree. Uh, it also would have been cool, like, they used to do, like, matches on Raw leading up to the Rumble where the winner got to be number 30 because, again, you that's your odds on favorite, right? Yeah. And I'm like, this is just one less thing for people to fight for now. Like, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, you can still do that. It Honestly, maybe it means more now that, like, there is no curse, but like maybe yeah. do that. Like I, I, I know they did this at some point. I like the idea of having a match with two people that are in the rumble, and the winner gets to be number thirty. The loser has to be number one. Ooh, okay. You know, like I, like push the you know make shit fucking relevant. Uh, yeah. What else? Oh yeah, that was uh, it. That was it. Yeah. All right. As far as my notes go, maybe there was more things. Yeah, I don't think it. there was. Let's get to today's main event. We're going back in time, guys. There was a brawl in the fall of 1995. I was trying to think of another rhyme, to be honest. It ain't none. Uh, <laughs> I've talked about this on here before. I fucking hate WCW. 
and there are time periods that people always put over to me as being good. This is not one of them. <laughs> I blame Matt Kinway for making us watch this. I know specifically why he picked this. It's for one match. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Fuck a WCW. Specifically, fuck a WCW 95. This place had the lowest batting average of any promotion that people fucking fawn over. I, I have to agree with you because I have yet to see any WCW besides all match in nine and ninety seven in October. I can't t- I cannot tell you and if you know what, if you want to come back at this, tweet us at WWED podcast. Top to bottom, start to finish, give me a good WCW show. Because I'm under the impression there that's, are none. That's that's interesting. Tweet at us. Do that. And we might... We might <laughs> dive we into might, one of those if shows. If we decide to, to punish ourselves fucking further with your lies. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Kenway didn't say that this was good top to bottom. Okay, good. Thank the fucking maker. At least he ain't. knows. <laughs> so... So, we start the show... With Johnny B. Bad versus Brian Hang Pillman. on, real quick. If, before we get to the actual start. The video package for this. Which, I'm not, not going go- to <laughs> troll the video package from 1995. A different time, technology's different, the style is different. As much as I want to be like, <laughs> look at this shit. To me, that's the, the guy who plays video games now being like, LOL, Atari. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. However, I will say, they promote this show as a double main event. And my notes here just says, holy God, two main events. One is correct. One is disastrously wrong. I got a swerve for the end of this podcast that's going to blow your feeble clerk mind. I'm I'm terrified because you yeah. told me this off air. And I was terrified then. And I'm terrified now, because I, I, like, my mind is racing for what the swerve could be, <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. ugh, I'm scared. Are we ready to get into the show now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Johnny B. Bad versus Brian Pillman. Flying Brian, sorry. Flying Brian. I love, I love Pillman, head of his time, and I, I think that Johnny B. Bad, a.k.a. Mark Merrow, although not Great is not nearly as bad as people made him out to be. However, this go on match yeah. is longer than the fucking show. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, we're getting a call. Possibly our first ever call in on what? what are we even doing here. Hang on a second. I'm confused here. Uh, I'm answering this call here. This is my uh, friend and co-worker, Allison. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. I can hear you. Hey, you're live on the air for what are we even doing here? Uh, That's awesome. How are you tonight, Allison? Have you got anything oh. you'd like to say to myself or my cohort, uh, Brayden? I actually have a question for Brayden. Oh, oh all right. God, Go scared. for it. Yeah. Hey, Brayden, this is Allison. Do you remember me? Uh, am I supposed to? Well, did you know that you live, like, right down the street from me and you never fucking waved to me, even though I wave to you every single time I see you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I... I... 
don't really yeah, pay yeah, attention. Yeah, I know your mom, like, really well, Aaron. And that doesn't you live right me. down the street from me, and you never fucking wave, and it really bothers me. Well, I'm sorry. I'll make sure to keep my eye out for people that yeah. wave. Yeah, I'm the only one in Seneca Banner that drives a little red Jeep. You you could do a better job. <laughs> I've seen this Jeep. I just don't pay, pay attention to the driver. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, maybe you should pay attention a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> Great talk, Allison. <laughs> hey, you guys have a fabulous night. I just needed to, you know, make sure that I voiced my opinion about, you know, the neighbors and the hood and how they don't wave to each other. And no, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I assure you he will be reprimanded as soon as I get off the phone with you. Yes, I know. you should reprimand him. <laughs> have a good night, Al. All right, have a great night, boys. Talk to you later. Bye. What are you doing? What are you in small look- town America and not waving to your neighbors? I don't look at people. You don't look at the road or the surroundings when you I drive? I look straight ahead. And I've You're seen watching this Jeep. porn on your phone, I've seen this I, in the bathroom. I've seen this Jeep. My bathroom? <laughs> yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> From now on, you go with the door open. God damn it. I've seen this red Jeep a hundred thousand times, and I've never, never once thought. looked at the driver because... Why? I'm nice. I don't like to stare at people. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But I'll make sure. Okay. That why do why am I being put on this? This is my equipment. You're the one not waving. This is my equipment. I one, can leave. Are, I'm sorry. Are you going to edit that out? No. Are you going to make it into fake news? But what I'm saying is, Maga. how dare I be put on the spot? <laughs> my own damn show. <laughs> that was so random. Why? What? Ha- this so, is a betrayal on levels that no one has ever seen. There was a rule. You have to wave when someone waves at you. Anyways, so this match, it's real long. It's... You're you're kind of distraught, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Let me bring myself back in, because I watched the show today, and it nearly put me to fucking sleep. Ooh, so... the foreshadowing. Alright. Uh, so, like... I was watching this, and I got to a point where I was like, okay, they're they're building for this time limit. And then I thought to myself, please, don't build to this time limit. And then they did it. Yep. And they, okay, so they do the time limit draw and the whole restart deal, and then they have damn near another whole fucking match. Uh, I want to do the research on this and come back to it on a future episode. I think this might be the longest opening match in pay-per-view history. I also I have a note be here surprised. that says, I hate Michael Buffer. <laughs> I said, oh good, Michael Buffer. <laughs> His all of it. It sucks. His weird announcement when they do the restart for the time limit draw Oh yeah, he kind of like you. Yeah, he's on weird. camera. You could see him like darting his eyes around because he doesn't know what to say. And it's like you just. Yeah, this is your job. Yeah, so. you like you're getting paid six figures. You ass like <laughs> read a fucking note card. Um, the only thing I mean, there are the, just other than that, this was long and slow for a lot of it. These guys are big too for cruiserweights. Yeah. But anyways, go on. The only thing else that I I thought that was noting, uh, that was worth noting, was uh, 
Flying Brian kept doing this thing where you would have a hold and then just let go. I hate that. Hate it. I fucking hate that. Did you notice that like uh, Johnny B. Bad gets his eye busted open at some point and they don't do anything with it? Yeah. Like this is a thing that like I kind of want to go on a fucking rant here about when people say, "Oh, it was better back then." Workers today and now, if they're any good at all, and like Pillman was great, Merrill was solid. You're having a match with somebody and their eye gets busted open legit like that. If you don't use it in the context of your match after that, you're going to get screamed at the moment you come through that curtain. <laughs> yeah. And and you should. Why would you not? If you and me are having a match and you bust my eye open, we are changing the, the tone. Bare minimum, we're changing the tone of the match. You know what I mean? Like, you... Mm-hmm. you it's like they just want to be like, hey, don't pay any attention to the fact he's bleeding like a fucking horror movie character. Like, his, <laughs> his face is covered in blood. Yeah. And it's so stupid to not use it. I hated the finish of this. Oh, the, uh, what was it? It's um, like there's a <laughs> pinfall and a kick out, and then it's the fin. Like, I, it, it's just the thing where it's like, to me, if you're going to do the time limit draw, it's, it is hard to do in a way that I think is satisfying, right? You need to have it be something exciting at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's they did. just stuff happening. And then the actual finish is the lamest fucking turd of all time. They did two Hogan spots. Yep. Two. Babyface grabbing holds and shit. Like, god damn it. My notes, uh, my last three notes are worth noting. Um, oh, hey. Well, that's what uh, makes them notes. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're worth stating on the, on the show. Guys. Take it the fuck home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, they're chasing legend. Is that the, the phrase? Close. Chasing epic. Chasing epic. Yeah. That. I, I couldn't quite remember. I, I was you, between legend and epic. close enough that I get what you're saying. Yeah. They, it was between those two words in my head. They're chasing epic. And then the finish was out of nowhere in a bad way. Stupid. Well, it, what it, even? Double, what? double cross double body. Double cross body. And but then, then for whatever reason, even though it's the double, like, Marrow just gets the pin... And I'm like, why... Like, to me, if you're going to go through... Okay, you guys are going to go 20 minutes. And then you're going to go another, like, what, 8? Maybe? Six to eight? Seven hundred minutes, if, as long as I'm... Put that guy over with a fucking move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are we even doing? Fuck! Yes! Ooh! Confetti's... <laughs> Weird, uh... <laughs> like... Pigeon noise, I guess. <laughs> Confetti's coming down <laughs> from the ceiling right now. Goes. I like that noise. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I was the, notes uh, closing thoughts on that match. The match was seventeen hundred minutes long, and it was slow for a lot of it. So the, by the time they got to the stuff that was cool, yeah. I didn't care. Cur- yeah, yeah. They did not need to. Why? There was stuff in this match that I did enjoy, but the, the yeah. stuff that I did not enjoy outweighed it. Why would you do a time limit and then a restart sudden death deal for the opener? I don't, I don't even like it for this match, but for an opener? I mean, I don't care for it at all. I I can understand it, but to me, like, a ten minute time limit. Like, to in my mind, this entire concept in this match would have worked so much better if it had been ten minute time limit, guys. And they go the 10 minutes, and then you're like, okay, 
sudden death, and they go another 10. So the whole deal is 20, but you've condensed it to where now it seems like they fought tooth and nail for a million miles an hour. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, this might be an example of shove 10 pounds of shit into a five-pound bag. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's what they wanted this to be. I Like, one of my notes just says, I feel like this was a rough prototype of an indie ma- match. Yeah. And when I say rough prototype, I mean, like, what the Model T was for the fucking Mustang. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I hated that finish so bad. So did I. Ric Flair was always old. Uh, like, yes. <laughs> uh, hang on. I, I have a note real quick on that first match still. I want to explain what a countout is and how a countout works. Okay. So that if you're listening to this and you're a wrestler, I want you to understand this. And if you're listening to this and you're a referee, I want you to understand this twice. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're a wrestler and you're having a match with a referee and you're going to use a countout in some fashion and you don't think the referee understands it, I want you to explain this. If one person goes out of the ring, the count starts until they either get back in the ring or there is contact between him and the other combatant in the ring. If it is a tag match scenario, it is between the legal people. If both people leave the ring, the count starts. If one gets back in, the other one is still being counted out until he gets back in the ring. Cannot stress this enough. This is why I got so angry because there's a moment in this match where they're both on the outside. The referee's count gets to like seven or eight. Pillman goes in and fucking Nick Patrick just stops counting. And it's infuriating to me. Like, the reason that we have rules in professional wrestling is one, so that we can make shit make sense. And two, so that a bad guy can be a bad guy. By breaking the rules. I literally, I swear to God, this is a true story. I was in a triple threat match one time. I go to the outside, like get thrown out. I'm laying on the ground. The referee starts counting. I scream flat on my back from the floor. There's no count outs in a triple threat. The referee who is looking down at me with his hands in the air because he's gotten like, you know, six or whatever, like a fucking idiot, just kind of looks at me like, Huh? And I go, if you count me out, who wins? <laughs> I shit you not. He just, with his hands in the air, stops, turns, and looks and goes back to the other two guys who are in the ring, like, you know, wrestling. Oh, boy. Learn the fucking rules. I was a referee for a number of year and some months. <laughs> I got into arguments about this. If it's a triple threat match and I kick somebody in the balls, who wins? That's why there's no DQs in a triple that threat. That is correct! You can't! You fundamentally can't! It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I guess if some... No, even then, it wouldn't work. You just <laughs> tried to make it make sense. Yeah, you can't. So you can't. It is no DQ. I was in a... Okay, so... I was refing this match. I'm not gonna name who the people were in it. Let's not. I was in my 
first couple months of like traveling as a ref, so I'm still pretty kind of new. Sure. Pretty kind of new, I guess, is what yeah. I'm gonna say. Um, I was at a place where they do twenty counts. Hate those, by the way. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I just hate it. Oh, all right, fair enough. Um, just because I don't want to count to twenty, I'd rather <laughs> just count to ten and then right. be done. All right. But that's just me being selfish. Sure. Point being, the finish of this match was going to be. They were doing a thing on the outside. It was going to be a count out. I'm like, sweet, perfect, yeah. whatever. Um, they do the thing on the outside, and I'm counting. And then the dude gets back in, and I'm counting. Right. And then the other dude's like starting to get back up. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to speed up this count. Sure. So this match is just going to have to continue if he gets back in. Right. And the dude on the inside does a drop kick to the dude on the outside and then comes over to me years in the business. Like, I'll tell you who sure. it is afterwards. Right, yeah, that sounds and great. He, and he goes, keep counting. And I'm like... Wow, way to make you look like a fucking dumbass. So then I... 18, 19, 20, and then that was the end of the match. And everybody stupid. and their mother in the fucking crowd was like, what? Stupid. Even stupid, they knew. Stupid. And I'm like, why would you? Oh, my Dude, God. shit like that, it's fucking, it's lazy. It's fucking insulting. It really is. It, yeah, I was personally insulted. Like, you should have been, and the crowd was too. And like, with no disrespect to you, but like, that's the people we should be concerned about. Like, that's yeah, our, the, yes. Like, these are our customers. They don't, they, they didn't. You know how react. badly I want to insult customers at my job? <laughs> and how badly do you want to insult customers at your job? Oh my god, it'd be the best. But you don't do that. But for some reason, wrestlers think that they can get away. It's like, just shut, are you out of your, like, if you saw that shit on Monday Night Raw, you'd be like, what the fuck, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So the, why do you think it's okay to do here? And the person who, who this was... Who like did this whole thing? Like everybody and their mother thinks that they're great, and I'm like, they might be, but they pulled this fucking stupid stunt. Man, with I me. can't wait to hear who this is after and we go off the air. It pisses me off. Uh, anyway, that's, by the way, that's me as shit a shit that I just started to go on a tirade about. Uh, follow Anna Fight Underground mm. on all of their social media. Uh, your boy's got a seminar coming up there in a bit. In a and, bit, yeah, a bit. Horse uh, bit. What? <laughs> the bit uh, for a horse. It's the thing that goes in their mouths when you oh. pull on the reins. They're like, oh, God, this hurts. I did not know uh, that. I didn't know that that's horse what riding. called. Uh, probably the only acceptable form of animal cruelty. Anyways. I, I've only but, done it in video games. Uh, horses suck. I had horses when I was a kid. <laughs> Went to riding school for a whole summer. Did the whole bit, right? The whole horse bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, I mean, this is whatever. Eighth birthday, my dad bought me a three-wheeler, and I was like, this is so much better than a horse could ever possibly be in any capacity. Dude, it's insane. Like, even the game that I'm playing, it, Red Dead Redemption, it's basically sure. GTA right. Five in the 1800s. But, but West, Western, yeah, yeah. It's before there were cars, obviously. Mm -hmm. That game is perfect. Fuck horse travel. Like, <laughs> that's what I'll say. Like, I, I never had to, like... Feed my three-wheeler. Yeah, put gas in it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I never had to be like, oh, man, I need to let it rest. If you, yeah, if you, and even if you do, okay, so you. you and it was you, faster. You fuel, yeah. You fuel <laughs> it, it up. It was fucking faster. You fuel it up. 
and say you don't get back to it for a couple days. The three-wheeler ain't gonna die. <laughs> no, it's not. It's completely fine. Like, <laughs> god damn it. They're stupid. Uh, by the way, I need to go back to something at the very beginning of this pay-per-view before we got to this 80-minute match. We're backtracking a lot, and I love it. Do you notice that this weird intro about how upset Hogan was that the giant ran over his prize Harley <laughs> Davidson with a monster truck? Yeah. And I know what this is building to, but I'm just sitting here, like, taking notes and everything. Fuck you, Kenway. <laughs> Putting that in there. Does Who? he still have a Twitter? Yes. Let me tweet him. About... Actually, do that right now. What is but it? But, like, god damn it. I think it's, like, at the Kenway or at Blues Fan or something. I don't fucking, whatever. Just search Matt Kenway. Or the Kenway. Uh, who cares about Hogan's fucking motorcycle or the the... The Giant's monster truck, which is evidently his preferred method of travel, because he likes to get to places going 30 miles an hour and burning four mi- four gallons to the mile. Like, it's so stupid. Uh, there was a fantastic sunset flip in that time limit draw, though, from the top rope. I like that. Oh, yeah, it was. It was yeah. real good. So um, then we had the Ric Flair promo that I mentioned earlier by I saying it was great. by saying Ric Flair was always old. He was. Yeah. Promo was That's, great. Yeah, still yeah. I love his promo. Promo was fantastic. Uh, one of the things I noticed too is that they said that like you know, this has been building for fifteen years. This is in ninety five. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus. Uh promo is fantastic though. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh let me <laughs> because this next match Woohoo! You want to you want to take it for just a second while I pull something up? Yes, I will start by introducing this match. Cobra versus um, Sergeant Craig, mm-hmm. something Pitbull. Mm-hmm. I just wrote Pitbull because I think it's funnier to look at that and read. Miss a, miss a worldwide. I don't know. I guess. Um, this match was short. It was. Now, let's talk about a few things in the match, and then I'm going to drop some knowledge on you that's going to break your feeble fucking brain. Oh, God, no. If you were to guess who the face in this match is... Uh, my my initial thought would be Cobra. Okay. Because the other guy, you know, repels down from the ceiling... Mm-hmm. Sneak attacks and beats the shit out of him and then wins, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on the Wikipedia page. I was agog that this guy... Okay, here we go. That this guy was the babyface in this. Now. I'm going to tell you who Cobra is, and your eyes are going to get wide. I'm scared. You ever heard of a little promo by a guy by the name of Jumping Jeff Farmer? Yes. That is Cobra. That's right. No way. Oh, but way. Affirmative way. Oh, but way. Jumping Jeff Farmer is Cobra. Jeff Farmer, by the way, shoot name. Now... Here's where it gets... It's already bonkers. 
You're he's, what in the fuck are we even doing? Former returned to WCW in July '95 as Cobra to feud with Sergeant Craig Pittman. Cobra made his WCW debut on September 9th, 95, defeating Bobby Starr with his Cobra Clutch Slam finisher. Are you ready? Buckle up, buckaroo. Here we fucking go. Bobby the Brain Heenan and Mean Gene Okerlund explained Cobra's kayfabe backstory of having served in the Gulf War. Sergeant Craig Pittman, a legit Marine sergeant, abandoned Cobra in the jungle, then reported him AWOL back at camp. Cobra lost all rank and respect, learned to wrestle, and came to WCW seeking revenge on Pittman. The feud was short-lived, with Pittman defeating Cobra by submission in a very short match. Although in a rematch the following week, Cobra won. They would go back and forth and trade victories for a few months before the feud ended. Where is your god now? What the fuck? (laughs) Just somehow the babyface is the guy who abandoned him in the jungle. In the Gulf War, by the way, which I think took place in the desert. Said, oh yeah, he's got AWOL. Ruined him. He comes back for vengeance and gets none. Now, this next part may not mean as much to you. Would you like to know what else Jeff Farmer, a.k.a. Cobra, has done? Of course. If you are familiar with, quote, NWO Sting, the fake Sting, that's Jeff Farmer. What the fuck, dude? Where's Motley Cruz? There is no Motley <laughs> Cruz. There is only Zool. Like, dude. Just. Yep. Yeah. Very hard bogus, <laughs> bogus Sting. Jeff Farmer and Cobra. Same Was he guy. also the fake Sting that went off the Titantron against Vampiro? Negative. <laughs> uh, in 2014, WWE replaced. Or, I'm sorry, released a retrospective DVD collection titled The Best of Sting, and a picture of Jeff Farmer's NWO Sting is on the back of the DVD set. <laughs> it was later revealed as a mistake on WWE's part. Woo! I, I don't even know where to start. All of that information I just gave you is better than this match. That is insane to me. It's also longer. Yeah. Cobra doesn't like it when things don't go his way. Just. Yep. Now. Can we can we move past all this? I don't know if we can. <laughs> I think the show just peaked. Oh, uh, I think that one of the uh, the goons that comes out by this in this, by the way, is Prince Iakea. I think. Uh, okay. This segment. This next one. With Paul Orndorff. Hang on, before, I'm going to let you go, but before I do this, I just need to say here that my next note, in all caps, just says, (laughs) Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Proceed, counselor. This segment with Paul Orndorff throwing stuff around, and it it goes on forever, and he's just like, I'm not Mr. Wonderful or whatever weird fucking thing. Then, there was a psychic. Gary Spivey. 
that came in. Of the Psychic Connection Network. And he's basically like, I see your future. You have, you have, you have a promising future or whatever. And, um, starts encouraging him and is like, you're, you are Mr. Wonderful and all this stuff. Yeah, see, I am Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, see, you got it. And I could have swore that this was leading to a porn scene. Just by the way it was shot, the way it was angled, the acting, all of it. And then when he kissed himself in the mirror, I was like, okay, I was right. (laughs) And then the segment was over. This segment made me cry. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say this. I think this is one of the top five weirdest promos in the history of wrestling. Gary Spivey of the Psychic Connection Network, or is it Psychic Friends Network? I don't know, but he had a white afro. It looks like a helmet. It 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 does. Also, I need to look up and see if Gary Spivey is related to Dan Spivey. He has to be. <laughs> but at one point... Okay, so Paul Orndorff is just Mr. Wonderful, right? He's Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yes. Gary Spivey says, I can see that. And it's like, you can see facts? That's his name. Yeah, it you didn't. It could have been a rude. guy on the street. It didn't have. There was no sure. psychic. The only thing he said that was psychic is, "I see big things in your future." Exactly. Which if, I could say that. Anyone get, like, oh god, I have a receding hairline. Anyone can see that, Tom. You're not <laughs> telling me anything I don't know, Gary. Like, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, I don't know what's on his head. Uh, I I do have a note here though. In all quotes. When people say it was better back then, was it though? Was no. it really? Because this is the shit. Like I wept. I Tom. I understand. God damn it! I'm sorry. Have we done one episode of this show where you're not getting hit up by hose? <laughs> that was an eight maybe ball it's ball. Berna. I don't care. Hey, hey, like, hey Bart. Hi, Berna. How's it going? Keeping <laughs> that just... going. Like oh. you call him Bart? <laughs> I almost did. Like. Okay, I understand if you watch Randall Keith Orton burn the fiend and seemingly in so doing send him to the underworld <laughs> and you say, well, that's stupid. Bro, I'm with you. Not going to argue with you. Mm-hmm. Not going to try to convince your mind that it's not stupid. But if you're going to sit here and say, I don't like this new age stuff. Randy Orton burned a man alive. That's so stupid. I like it better back then. And I can bring you this. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude. You're like, holy shit on a shingle. I literally had to stop and weep. <laughs> until I could continue watching this show. Fuck Kenway. The only re- Exactly, and I couldn't find his Twitter, otherwise he'd know that already. Hang on, you know what? Keep talking for a second. I'm going to message that piece of shit and ask him what his Twitter is. So, this, the only reason I finished the show in one sitting, technically, without the break, is because we had to record tonight, Mm -hmm. and I had not watched this show. I wish I had given myself four months to watch this show. And two of them would be with the first Dude, match alone. I, I put this off for so long, and I had to do it last night. Because I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to watch anything else. I don't. I almost didn't want to do this episode about this show because of how fucking bad this show is. 
I wanted to watch The Hateful Eight again. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to watch SummerSlam 2011 again. I I would have watched... I would have watched SummerSlam 2011, ended it, and started it over <laughs> if I had had my fucking way before I would have watched this show. It, it, we're, we're but maybe... you don't have your way. You have Ken ways. Oh, God damn it. All right, let's try to move on. Uh, next up, we've got a young Diamond Dallas Page against Not the Ultimate Warrior. The fucking renegade. This is the first time I've seen anything of him besides, like, Clips in, like, the What Culture YouTube videos sure. and stuff. The the penultimate warrior, if you will. Mm, okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. I, honestly, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, one. that's good. That's I, I, good. Yeah, thank you. That deserves something. Uh, I literally... He I, had a belt? TV apparently, champ? Apparently. What the fuck? I have four notes on this match. <laughs> I've got a few that I've, I hadn't read until this moment. Go on. I'll read all mine. Go. DDP versus the fucking Renegade. I like DDP's gear here. Okay. Diamond cutter finish. DDP wins. It was okay. There. Not bad. Can I read mine and then we'll just... Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Just fucking get past this. Yes. (laughs) Hang on. One, two, three, four. I I have six individual notes. (laughs) Younger DDP is a thing. Renegade had a belt? Mother Earth has forsaken us. (laughs) Renegade is a cardinal sin. Mm-hmm. DDP is working very hard. Not bad. Anyways. <laughs> I'm glad we had the same sentiment there. Now, I do have a note here. I'm a hu- And before I read this note, I would like to say that I'm a gigantic fan of the podcast uh, We'll See You in Hell. And I, I hate to do this, but I am going to steal a bit from that program. 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 Uh, when I saw Harlem Heat coming out to the ring, and I just wanted to ask, Braden, why did you tell Booker T to say what he said? Mm, well, I said, you really gotta, gotta tap into your roots, um, and you gotta feel the character you're playing here. That's all. <laughs> That's what I told him. Oh, fuck. Okay. So this next match. <laughs> so, um, it's Harlem Heat versus... Bunkhouse Buck yes. and Dirty Dick Slater, managed yes. by Doug Dimidome of <laughs> of uh, <laughs> that really gets me. I think it was, I don't even. And we will only refer to him as Doug Dimidome of Dimsdale Dimidome. I don't even know what his real name is. Colonel so. Robert Parker. Well, that only makes Parker. it worse. I don't know why I slipped into a southern drawl to say the <laughs> word Parker, but Colonel Robert Parker. <laughs> Robert Parker. Um. So. Ah, ba ba. Yeah, the, uh, Doug Dimidome. That's Doug the only Dimidome thing. of the Dimsdale Dimidome, right? Is yeah. that it? And his, he comes out to Dim a Dubstep. <laughs> Woo! And he's real Dimidum. Uh, <laughs> Sherry was great, though. Yeah, Sherry Martell was great. Yeah. Um, I I'm not positive, and someone will undoubtedly correct me on this. I think Bunkhouse Buck was previously Doink in the Fed. I have no clue. Doink was awesome. Um. I think that's the same guy. I may be conflating people. I'm actually not that familiar with Dick Slater, and that's weird because I feel like he's somebody that I would be educated on, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. There was a weird moment where Bunkhouse is getting his absolute ass kick, mm-hmm. <laughs> kicked. Then he just, like, quickly rolls over and tags out. 
Shouldn't let him tag I mean, out. Fair enough, but it was weird. Uh, this match was long. Yeah, I couldn't tell who the heel was. I liked Harlem whole... Heat. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Booker T and Stevie Ray. Uh, it's weird to say this, but Booker was clearly the Sean. Yeah. And Stephen Raymond was clearly the... Stephen Raymond. The the Janetti. Well, do you think he followed in Janetti's footsteps and made a man disappear? Well, if uh, he did, he sure as shit didn't fucking post about it on social media. (laughs) Good way to get away with murder? Shut the fuck up. Uh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Was, Was Colonel Parker a racist? Or did he just seem like a racist? He just... I don't know. Is Doug Dimidome a <laughs> Doug racist? Dim- I don't believe that Doug Dimidome is a racist. Is it Dimidome or Dimidale? Doug Dimidome of the Dimsdale Dimidome. Doug. I, I got it right right there, and I said it real fast. I'm pretty yeah, impressed. Yeah, I think you got it right. Um, uh, uh, so they went, They did this thing uh, where like you're holding the hands on the pin, and it's one, two, yeah. kick out, and then the second and the time. The knuckle lock thing. Right? Yeah, the yeah. second time. Um, what is it? Uh, Booker want, wanted to lift his, uh, right shoulder, and the other dude just wanted him to lift the le- left one again, so, like, oh, they wow. both, like, went up, and it was, like, a weird, oh, like, kind of awkward moment. I didn't even notice that. Because, like, Nick Pat, I think it was Nick Patrick, had to, like, like, barely be like, no, the shoulder's up, but it really kind of wasn't. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Did they do, were they, my time frame is a little off here, so there was a time period where... In WCW, they were doing, like, the old-school, quote-unquote, Bill Watts rules, where if you got thrown over the top rope, that was a DQ. And I, I oh, kind of... I had a note here that says, were they still doing that at this point? Because they do, like... Twice in the match, somebody gets thrown over the top rope behind the ref's back. They might have been. I don't. I have no idea. Stupid, by the way. Um, Stevie Ray, at one point, with Shades of Connor, brutal bicycle kick. <laughs> he hit him with a bicycle! Yeah. Um... Yeah. This match was it long. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Um, Weird finish. Sherry with, and Doug Dimidome Sherry kiss. For, for what seems like an extended <laughs> period of time. Yeah. And then and the Nasty Boys come out and hit They uh, they, they are kissing long enough. Yeah, for the Nasty Boys to do the run-in. Yeah. And wait, what then? Huh? Then he get, uh, Dick Slater gets hit in the face with his own boot. And then okay. they run off, and then I think that's that's it. I don't think anything else happens, and then they win. Probably not. Ugh, just oof. Yeah, fine. But however, <laughs> what I just I my next note after this match is this show is putting me to sleep. <laughs> the the unbelievable. Okay. Up next though, inarguably match of the night. Oh, 100%. Great build, great promos for this. We're talking about the only time it ever happened, too, by the way. Really? That is correct. Interesting. Ric Flair versus Arnold Arnold. Uh, (laughs) Arn Anderson, that is. Uh, Great build, great promo, great video package. I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The crowd was hot for it. Great Matt wrestling. I think that Arn was ahead of his time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both these guys at this point, they're, they're just explosive. That was, I think, that was the thing I noticed most about it. It's like, as far as like the ring work, where it would be slow and steady, and then they would just uncork. It seemed, yeah. you, you know, just like I, I have an interesting little side tangent to go on because 
as we were doing the, the, they were getting the entrances and stuff, I was thinking to myself, like, I never really understood the hype behind Ric Flair. Like, I know he's one of the greats or whatever. Mm -hmm. And as I watched this match, I was like, hmm, I was watching the wrong Ric Flair because I grew up with end of the road, like, this is... this prime. Ric Flair, yes, exactly. So I have a note here that says, who's the biggest name that you just don't get the hype? And I wrote that specifically about Ric Flair, and then the match totally changed my opinion okay, on it because okay. I saw, in a like, I, I saw a good Ric Flair. Like, uh, I, it's the first, it's the earliest Ric Flair match I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yes. Okay, I I'm gonna tell you this right now. So like, having just said that you grew up watching Flair past his prime, um, this is another thing that me and Matt Cage talk about. Flair had several primes. Yeah. Which is a testament to him. This being the earliest match of his that you have seen, his matches with Steamboat, specifically, and I think it's like I've, 88, 89. I've heard. They're it, incredible. It's, an, it's absolutely phenomenal. I, just, I'm going to have to watch those. fantastic professional wrestling. I never really cared because the Ric Flair that I had seen was right. not one that I found um, exciting or it's, anything it's, like it, that. it would be similar to somebody who is like, okay, probably in your age graphic now, who knows who Nicolas Cage is as an actor. Mm-hmm. And then you find out this guy won a fucking Academy Award. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? So it's like, wait, what? And you have to go back and see like, oh, he wasn't always doing straight to video on demand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, horseshit movies. This guy, it was a classically trained, he's Hollywood royalty or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, th- th- yeah, like that's interesting and I, I appreciate that. Um, for me... If I were to pick, like, biggest name that I just don't get, it would be hard for me to, like, give you, like, an like an American or, like, quote, Western yeah. uh, answer. There's a handful of guys that are, like, gigantic stars in New Japan and, like, Legends of New Japan or in uh, all Japan. J- Japanese wrestling in general is what I'm trying to say. That I personally don't get the appeal of. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question... I never got Harley Race. He he was, I was, even if I had, he was past what I'm going to call his prime when even I as a kid started watching wrestling. But he's just one of those guys that's like, oh man, you got to watch Harley Race. I've gone back and watched it. I I just don't get it. Even putting myself in the context of like the time frame that I'm watching this footage from just does nothing for me. But... Uh, if I thought about your question, like, with a little bit more time, not on a mic, yeah, I'd probably be able to give you a better example. That's the yeah. first one I could think of. I'd have to think of mine, too, because my I was going to say right. Ric Flair, but, yeah, changed my mind. Sure. Uh, I love the match. I, yeah. I don't think that the run at the end with Pillman was needed. I Me, too. I thought that that was, like, weird and why. Yeah. but I, I um, loved Arn going over. Loved Arn mm-hmm. going over the DDT. I knew he was going to win because Ric Flair was wearing red. What does that mean? He wears every time he wears red, he loses. Really? Yeah. Is this a Kane and the Pyro scenario? I guess so. Yeah. Shit. I've always heard it. Whenever Ric Flair wears red, he loses. Now, whenever Ric Flair loses, he's not necessarily wearing red. I believe that's how that works. Hmm. I bet I'm not sure. Nifty. Uh, I loved Shivani on commentary in that match. Um, yeah. So then we're at the end of the road here, guys. Main Ugh. event time. 
two rings, one cage, war game style. Before we get to this specifically, you want to talk about war games matches? Um, sure. I mean, the only experience I have with them is the um, besides this one is right. the NXT one that they do now. Sure. Um, I personally think that uh, now I haven't seen all the war games matches that were back in this area, but I personally think that. The subtle changes that they made to the War Games match for NXT, I mm. think, makes the match better. Um, okay. Taking the top off with the caveat: if you escape, your entire team loses. Right. So you, you you're still tra- in. you're still trapped right. in, but it opens up a world of opportunities for stuff to do, cool stuff, right. whatever. Th- that I think. Do you think that that's entirely just so that you can then, you know, oh, Ricochet can do the double moonsault? Yeah, exactly. I that's just. I mean, it's just a cool thing that I think, personally. Um, what else was... I, I will different? concur that I think that NXT does it... Honestly does do it better now. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of, like, escape does not equal victory. I fucking hate the escape rule for cage matches. You have mentioned this before. Defeats the purpose. But, yeah. So, I mean, I'm with you on all of that. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like there was more changes, like, there was, like, a couple more changes that they made that I liked better, but I freaking keep forgetting. Oh, pinfall doesn't count. It's submission or surrender. Really? Which I'm like, "Eh." I didn't know that. I like it better now that pinfall counts. Hmm. Personally, I don't know. They mentioned it. it's no pinfall, only submission or surrender. And Wait, I, I didn't so in NXT you can pin, though, right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay, okay, sorry, I, I was misunderstanding. Um... I hate these matches. Really? I do. Uh, and my thing with it is... I hate because it's not elimination. Okay. I can to me, if that. it was elimination, it would make more sense. The stakes of who has the, quote, advantage means something going into it. And I think that it creatively would give you more avenue to, like, do some shit. I mm-hmm. hate that it's one fall. Because to me, I'm like, why are these two guys that are in the, the beginning even fighting? <laughs> you ca- you cannot possibly win. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from each other. Wait until your team is in. I can see then that. Then try to fucking win the match. Like I can see that. And it, it, I don't know. To me, I just don't... I just don't like them. And I always think... Like, especially these older ones, they're always a clusterfuck. Yeah. Now... This match in particular, it's the Legion, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> not the Legion of Doom. <laughs> the Dungeon of Doom. The Dungeon of Doom. Featuring um, uh, Zodiac. Uh-huh. Who is, uh, by the way, Brutus the fucking barber beefcake. I thought AKA that was the thing. Zodiac, a.k.a. the Booty Man, a.k.a. the Disciple, a.k.a. Hogan's inexplicable writing buddy. AKA tried to take my mom to a hotel room one night. Woo! Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just skate by that one. Woo! Okay. <laughs> so Woo! Um, I got I got a pace! I got a pace! Okay, well I'm gonna vamp while you're pacing in this tiny room. So um Woo! <laughs> it was uh yeah, Zodiac. Who else was in it? Um Kevin fucking Sullivan. Oh god. The shark, aka John Tenta, who deserves better than this. By former Raiden from the show. 
He wrote us yeah, fan mail that's one true. time. Yeah, yeah. John Tenta. Good to have you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, Kamala. Yeah, I forgot about that. Against the team of Sting, Lex Luger, Randall Savage. Hulkamus Hoganus. That's right. So Which, I know before it's... this, they cut the most American promo I've ever Holy heard shit. in my life. The amount of America. I bet you you could show that to an illegal immigrant and they'd be a citizen. Yeah. Like, that's how American. I'm going to make one point and then I'm going to hit you all with the swerve. A lot of camo on this show. Maybe if the all the guy, all the baby faces in the War Games match at the end of the night are wearing camo, don't have Cobra versus Sergeant Kurt <laughs> wear fucking camo. Well, fuck. you see, what they're from the military, sir. Where, what else are they going to wear? Where the fuck are these guys from? <laughs> like, God America. Damn it. <laughs> so, here's the fucking swerve, y'all. I'm watching this show, and I'm going to read you my notes. I'm and scared. Here we go. This is insulting. Fuck the Dungeon of Doom. It looks like it says noon. It's Doom. Sullivan sucks. Everyone in this match is second fiddle to Hulk. And they're not even trying to position it otherwise. Hogan is world champion. Does not come out with the belt. These rules would be... I don't know. Better if elimination. Okay, there it is. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to skip that one. I can't read it. Why try to win? Fuck the barber. This is... My last note on this, by the way. This is unforgivable. (laughs) One of your favorite... Or your famous lines. Here is the swerve. Folks, I fell asleep before this match was over, and I did not go back and finish it. (laughs) The last memory I have of watching the show... This is my callback to our first episode where you didn't watch the main event because you just didn't know or whatever, right? Yeah. I was watching this. My last memory of this is, here comes Luger. Luger's got to be in next. And then, mercifully... My body shut down. <laughs> I don't know who won. I don't care. I don't know anything about what happens in this after Luger gets in. I don't care about what I saw. And obviously, I f- I've made this joke before. I physically, definitively, could not care what happened. Because my body decided, you need to just... Shut your eyes and be done. The back of your eyelids was more entertaining. It was. Yeah. Because at least that shows you something interesting. I had some fucked up dreams. And that was way better. Yeah. The camel clutched to Zodiac surrenders. Like, that's how... That's how Hulk wins. Wait, what? Zodiac surrenders while he's in the camel clutch. Hogan puts on the camel clutch. Yeah. That is the finish? Mm-hmm. After, when he gets in, he powders everybody. He throws powder in the eyes of the heels. Hulk Hogan goes over with the Iron Sheik's move. I think so, yeah. The camel clutch sits yeah. over the back, pulls up. Basically, the sign, it's the sign recliner. Yeah. 
Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not fucking with you, dude. Why? <laughs> What's... <laughs> so then the Taskmaster is forced uh, to go one-on-one with Hogan, and then they... He hits him, like, seven times in the head, and then the giant comes out, rips the door off... He either rips I, the door I, off the I, I or just I thought when I was slipping into my comatose state... There was nine minutes left on this card. Oh, no. Oh, no. If Luger was next and then you went to bed, there was at least... I didn't go to bed. I want to stress that, by the way. No, no, no. I know you meant. You you make... That makes it sound like I said, I've had enough and I consciously (laughs) got up and walked away. No, your body made your... I was like, Luger's up next. And then like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh... Woody and Toy Story when the kid walks in the room just (laughs) (laughs) so yeah after that happened there was still like a million hours left so oh god fucking um, fuck you Kenway this is this is where it gets even better the giant comes out while he's beating while Hogan's beating the shit out of Kevin Sullivan okay he gets in the ring okay sneaks up behind Hogan the the giant sneaks up behind him yeah, he the gets man the right size of a shed grabs him, turns uh, him around, and and I chokes him for. A l- anyway, they get to the point where the giant straight up just fucking murders Hulk Hogan by snapping his neck, <laughs> like, the, like fiend yeah, style, yeah, like just Dow! <laughs> and Hogan lays there and doesn't fucking move a muscle. Does Sullivan pin him? No. Then they just what? leave, and then the re- or the rest of the. Uh, well, maybe, maybe is he it does. a DQ? He, maybe he does. I, no, no, it's not a DQ. Maybe, maybe Kevin Sullivan does. No, because he's still in the same position. So they just leave after the rest of the. Are you fucking me right <laughs> no! now? No, the um, Hulkamaniacs. The rest of the team comes back and they're checking on Hogan. And then the show goes off the air with Hulk Hogan presumed dead via neck snap. He's moving around a little bit, but he's still in the fucking same position. Sure. He had a giant. Br- but, okay. It's the most absurd fucking thing I've ever seen. Tony Schiavone literally says, "We hate to leave you like this. We have to. T- we hate to go off air like this." But uh, you know, and then the fucking show ends. I'm not fucking with you. I watched the show today. <laughs> Honestly, your description of it is probably way better than the reality of it is. Oh, I'm, it is. I, by the way, folks, I'm never going to go back and watch this to like. Compare accuracies here. Do not watch this show. Watch Flair and Arn. Do not watch this show. It's not even in the... It's so bad, it's good. I Okay, I'm going to tell you this, and this is I hand-to-God truth. I have never in my life fallen asleep while watching wrestling. <laughs> Until this. Legit, I always, like, if I'm going to bed and I'm watching wrestling, I turn something else on. I can't do it. I am agog that I was able, physically, to fall asleep during professional wrestling, and it was this show and this match that made me do it. And even still, Hogan does not eat a pin. Correct. God, like, most of the shit that Connor has said on here about Hogan is debatable. This is only adding to his fucking stock. Holy lord. Yeah, I mean... Fuck you, Kenway. 
There, you said on your Snapchat story last night, there's some good stuff on this show. I, I stand by There that. is a match with some good stuff on it. And there's, that is about it. There's a good match. I think that there is good stuff in the endless Pillman and, and Johnny B. Bad match. And for that matter, there's some good stuff in... Uh, excuse me, Diamond Dallas Page and Renegade, but they're those they're they're not good. Correct. This so, let's let's wrap this one up. I I'm I'm angry now. I'm upset. This actually is one of our shorter episodes. Fuck this pay per view. I can't. I mean, it's my last note is they go to credits as Hogan takes his last breath. <laughs> if only my last note literally says this is unforgivable, and then I. Wait, comatose. God damn it, Kenway, you fucker. This is why I'm hesitant to do requests. Yeah, that would be, that's a, mm. that's why when we say, give us your requests at WowEd Podcasts on Twitter, we always throw in the footnote, we might. We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Yes. We're kind of like, okay. It's another movie that you haven't seen, but I'm going to reference here. We're kind of like 7-Eleven. We may not always be doing business, but we're always open. <laughs> uh, what movie? Boondock Saints. <laughs> okay. Not a good movie. That was um, a pretty good accent. Thank you. Uh, Alright. Just, I guess you, you wrap us up, because this was... Technically, your request, but follow at w a w e d podcast on Twitter. Check out Zao Live. Check out our good friends over at Magnum Pro Wrestling. Ooh. Oh Thank no! You. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> your your phone tipped over because it's so heavy with messages in your inbox. Yeah, no, I gotta answer those. <laughs> yeah, it weighs more now. Um, <laughs> our good friends over at Magnum Pro out in Omaha area. I'm saying that because they're booking me um <laughs> speaking of bookings speaking i of i'm bookings. gonna be um going to is it rccw that's what i've heard that is what it is okay uh thank you connor um i'm also gonna be doing the anafite underground thing that we had mentioned yes at other please follow anafite underground on facebook and whatever other social media they have uh the southern slash east central Illinois scene is where I came from, so I think it's great that those guys are bringing something genuinely different to that area from what other independent promotions in that area are. Like, we, we've talked... By the way, also, by this point, if you're listening to this, you've heard our bonus episode. Yes. Uh, for Valentine's Day on St. Valentine's Ma- Massacre. We're constantly spitballing different ideas for, like, different spinoff episodes and such. I want to do one where Braden talks about, like, his history as a fan, what got him into the industry, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. I would like to do a series where I talk about, like, my horseshit journey or whatever. <laughs> uh, and the East Central slash Southern Illinois scene is a thing I would love to do an episode on because, like, it's almost dead now, except for a few promotions that are doing, like, really good stuff down there. But there was a time where, like, every week, if you were in the bottom half of Illinois... And you were solid. You could do two to three shows every week. Wow! And it was it was pretty pretty insane and pretty fun, and pretty awesome. But uh, maybe we'll get into that. 
You know, awesome. I, I would actually like to do just a sit down interview with me interviewing you. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be a fun uh, episode. And if uh, you guys support that and think it's cool, let us know. And if you uh, don't, uh, suck sand. Uh, <laughs> Did we mention Berna today in this episode? Berna. Berna. There Berna. we go. Hi, Berna. Berna. Uh, I just got to make sure we got all the things out of the way. <laughs> I've been your co-host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom. I have been your other co-host, uh, Braden Bend, uh, a.k.a. Damien Chain. I said it backwards, didn't I? You did. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, this has been another exciting and rant-filled and rage-filled episode of What Are We Even Doing? doing! Oh, God. <laughs> it scared me. Yeah, I meant to. Yet again. Okay. Well, now I gotta... Uh, for the find. 18th time. Now I'm you're really even in position to see it. Okay. Here is the square. What are we even doing here?